0: Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Ah, uh, Keyshawn, Jay Will, Zubin, coming to you live from the Seaport District, Pier 17. It is brought to you by Chase. Brian Custer in for Zubin, Keyshawn, Jay Will. What up, B? How you doing, man? I'm, I'm doing good. You holding it down this morning? Hey, man! I told you we having barbershop talk up in here, man. Uh-oh. Three Are brothers ready up for all here? that? Yeah, that man. might be too much for some. People. It might be. It might. Hey, it might be cause, because we got Key up out here sunbathing up in New York City, <laughs> <laughs> putting on coconut oil before he goes outside and sits on the boat. What's wrong with you, brother?
1: Uh, Jay,
0: Key
2: SPF, man. You gotta put some on, baby.
1: It doesn't. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't do anything. What do you anything. mean? It doesn't because mean anything. It doesn't anything. do anything. You're still gonna get dark. But, but you can, st- well, you can still fine. burn.
0: You can still yeah, burn. I'm not that. burning though. I just okay. get
1: dark. I don't burn. I don't peel or nothing like that. I just. Okay. I just get dark and sitting out, sitting out and and chilling on a boat and then sitting in that sun on the rooftop. That ain't. You know. Uh, and that you, you decided it. to wear all yeah. black
2: today in the studio. And I, I, I got, it. got on all black. Good, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm
1: good though. I'm good though. I'm straight on that. It's just. When I went home yesterday and I took the shower, when yeah. I got out the shower and I looked at myself in the mirror, I was like, damn. Yeah,
2: yes. That's when you realize you're like, Ooh, wow. I realized,
1: yeah, brother, got, brother wow. I got- Wesley Snipes? Wow. See, now, now you're going too far, Jay. What? I'm Wesley Snipes. I ain't that damn dark. I'm <laughs> dark, get, but I ain't get, that, you yeah, that you damn get dark. that Wesley ain't wrong, dark. Ain't nothing wrong, but, wrong but, with but Wesley Snipes, a good thing, man. But, uh, man, come on, man. The skin and everything, I still look cool, so I ain't, right. you know, I'm breaking necks when I walk past. Oh, you just You were? Come on, man. Were you walked to the restaurant- Man, because you neck. tell people yeah.
2: you breaking necks don't mean it's actually happened don't be Jay yeah I know kid
1: yeah, come on man I ain't gonna re- I, ain't, I ain't there's no need to lie the, the, right you know and you know Jeez. how we do Jay did you put on the pond
2: cocoa uh, no, butter said, lotion too you, no, you know straight. he did you walked no. in there mad greasy no yeah. no
1: no 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 I did <laughs> moisturized no I don't do that because I know I'm gonna sweat so I don't even do it so if I'm ashy you won't see it because I'm a sweat yeah and then yeah. if you put on the coconut butter and all the that natural lubricant you key. Know, Natural, yeah, natural. But it's hot as hell. It was at least yesterday. Yeah, it was. Like it, it was wasn't nothing you could do. Yeah, you. Right. And I had the toes out. Mm. Why, why in New York City when you wear flip flops, they look at you weird.
2: Why? Yeah, because you know why? Because this—I feel like the street—it's just not. New York City is not a flip flop yeah, type they. of city. They was looking at me
1: like I was going swimming, man. I'm <laughs> like, no, because um, I had on board shorts, t-shirt, and flip flops. It's the
2: concrete jungle, man. Yeah, so you fit the me. weather that's, out here that's though. LA though that's LA stuff. I landed here yesterday, 115 degrees, man. Woo-hoo. It's so. I tried to take my I tried to take my phone outside to show my daughter a cactus, and my feet damn started to burn on grass. I yeah, said, "See, I can't." it was hot.
1: It was hot like it was hot like that out here though. Yeah. It was really it humid. Was. It was, it was humid. It was humid, though. Humid hot. And it was, it was humid, humid, man. Yeah. It was yeah, crazy. That's where it is. But with that being said, yeah. how are you doing? You good, Jay, I'm great, man. You holding up? I'm great, dog. Hey, we look, good.
0: Hey, look, we got we got to talk some hoop, Jay, because uh, there are the a number of folk in Atlanta mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm. hot. They hot at that ref. You know, Trey, Trey Young scored 35, uh, but they lost 113-102 game three Uh, to Malky, thanks in most part uh, to Middleton, who just went bonkers in that fourth quarter. Uh, But Trey Young got slowed down in that final period because, you know, he tweaked that ankle, stepping on the ref's foot uh, in the end of the third quarter. Young says he's going to get this MRI uh, today. He says his plan, though, is to play uh, in Tuesday's game four, but he will be getting a lot of treatment between now and then. Uh, Take a listen. Here's Trey Young uh, talking about the injury. It's sore right now. It's uh, it's hurting. It's frustrating. Yeah, I mean, it, it's hurting a little bit and uh, it's sore. Right, I got some treatment on. I'm gonna go get some more in the morning. Yeah, I mean, that's more. That's all I can do right now is to get treatment. And then, yeah, when I came back in, it was just kind of sore and I made me mad. I couldn't really go as fast as I wanted to. And then when I did, it hurt. So just gotta just gotta get treatment and hopefully it feels better for next game. So Jay, watching this game, it certainly changed for Atlanta because their offense just didn't look the same uh, when Trey was out. Middleton got hot. Now, I get it. Atlanta got some looks. They just It seemed like they just couldn't knock down shots. It was different, B, though. Yeah. It, it was so different. Like, who would have
2: thought the ref decided the game? And typically when you hear that, you think they made bad calls. But his positioning on the floor wasn't wrong. But damn. Damn, like this is how the series is going to be defined. I mean, Trey had 32 points. When this happened, he finished the game with 35, so he made 1-3. He still like, he had great bursts north to south, but like this is what it comes down to. Like if We've had a playoffs where I just want people healthy. That's all I want this playoffs. Like We've had it. Jamal Murray didn't play. Anthony Davis had issues. Joel Embiid had some issues. I mean, Dante Chinzo's out. We've had so many players out. All I want to do is have one healthy playoff series where the teams just both stay complete. And what do we get? going to the fourth quarter where Trey Young has been cooking most of the game. With 32 points, he rolls his ankle on the ref who's standing out of bounds, and then their offense just sputters out. And Chris Middleton, whenever he's on the floor, they attacked Trey Young as the matchup. They involved him in ball screens, they got them to switch, and that's when Chris Middleton went to work. Mouse in the house is what they call it.
1: Yeah, they, they realized that his agility and his ability to, to move around was limited based right. on the injury, which is smart play. You know, you would have thought, right, Jay, that the Bucks would have attacked Brooklyn the same way yeah. with James Harden. But Absolutely. they, for whatever reason, they didn't do, they it. Didn't didn't do it. it. But they did this time around with Trey and saying, okay, he's not going to be able in the fourth quarter to move around the way we need him to. And then you saw Chris Middleton go for 20 points. Is this, I don't want to say over, but does this give Milwaukee a clear advantage, Jay, of now going back? in taking care of business and not having to worry about, you know, the, 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 the fear that Trey Young would put into you?
2: I mean, I've always thought Milwaukee had a clear advantage in, in, in this series, and Trey Young has been hot, right? But Milwaukee complete top to bottom is a better team. Bogdanovich is still hurt too. So yeah. how, do you, how do you navigate that with this Hawks team? But my thing is that when the Bucks play their best basketball, like when they don't take possessions off or do sometimes dumb things on the floor, they're really, really good. This final should be Bucks and Phoenix should be in the finals. Like that should be our NBA finals. And I, look, the Hawks can make a turnaround. I'm not saying, but as far as the two teams, that I think are the best two teams left. That would be the Bucks and the Phoenix Suns in the NBA finals.
1: Why are, why are the two? I, here's why I think the two teams that are left – or better yet, will be the two teams that will be potentially left of Phoenix and Milwaukee is because both of the bigs are playing phenomenal basketball. Giannis is doing what Giannis has always done, except he realized that he needs to play bully ball much like Joel Embiid did uh, when he was healthy when they took on the Hawks. And now when you look at DeAndre Ayton, all of a sudden being a key factor in what has helped The Suns take a 3-1 lead. Not just Chris Paul and Booker, but he's arrived to the party. Is this the reason, Jay, both of these teams are being in the finals? Just – if the Clippers
2: had Kawhi, it might be a different story, man. And and, and it leads me to one of these conversations, though, Key. And I I think you have to beat who's in front of you to be a champion regardless of whether there's injuries or not. But when you start looking at the roads that both teams have taken, if you look at the Phoenix Suns, okay, they beat the Lakers – Anthony Davis had issues, right? Like, yep. major issues. They didn't turn around. They beat Denver. Right, no Jamal Murray. Right? Issues. Um, they get here, no Kawhi Leonard. Uh, even though Paul George is playing out of his mind, there are issues, right? Um, and same kind of with the Bucks when you start looking at their path. I and, mean, you know, Miami dealt with all their COVID issues that they had this year. Even though they were kind of healthy when they got to that final point, they felt like they were a different team. Even in next series, like, they were issues. So, it just – you have to be who's in front of you, but – People will naturally try to use that argument to tear it down, but I, I I'm, I'm not a part of that camp. I don't know how you guys feel. You can only play the teams in front
1: of you. Yeah, I don't, I don't care about that at all. About yeah, like you said, whoever's in front of you, I don't care if it's the entire team, half the team, or four people on the floor. Whatever's there.
2: But you know how people are, key.
1: Yeah, the Lakers won in the bubble. Okay, so what? They didn't win outside the bubble. Okay, it's like, yeah, well, did the, the, the
2: Bucks beat the Nets if KD and Kyrie are on the floor? Not even KD, Kyrie, and James. Like People start throwing out those type of arguments.
0: The fact of the matter is, this is it seems like the NBA Finals is going to be a battle of attrition. The two okay. healthiest teams are going to be in the Finals. And right now, it looks like it's going to be Phoenix and it's going to be Milwaukee. KJZ is presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests on the Goodyear hotline. And then we got to talk about the West. You know, Ty Lue is really hoping uh, that history repeats itself That's next. It's KJZ, ESPN Radio, ESPN News, here on TV.
4: Keep your ride or die alive at eBayMotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
3: Great theater through the first two games of this series, and Chris Paul is back.
1: All our guys are back together, and he's the guy. Bombs to the rim. Punched in Was Inside for the slam. They can't be the no more desperate team. Oh,
4: he fakes it in. That's good. Clippers on the hardest working team on the court tonight. We just play hard. It's win to go home, in my opinion, right now. I'm just leave it on the floor.
0: Keyshawn, Jay Will, Zubin, Brian Custer in for Zubin. Talking about the Western Conference Finals. And damn, Key, you
2: thought I had a kiss after dark voice, man. You
1: hear, you hear Brian right now? No, he, no, Keyshawn, no, 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 no. He J. got Will, the he, Zubin. He, he, Yeah, he for sure. Ooh. <laughs> kiss
2: uh, the quiet storm. Yes, the yes, quiet storm. <laughs> Coming up next <laughs> is Judas.
1: I didn't even say it, nothing because right. I didn't want to get off rail. When yeah. we Earlier. Yeah. When he started doing the, the reads and stuff, I was like, okay. Well, I don't know if it's BT or what you're doing. But, <laughs> you know. We had the awards <laughs> last night. Well, yeah. They did
0: have the awards, and then people turned on ESPN News like, Three Brothers up on there. that? What's going is on? This, is this Keyshawn J. Wilson <laughs> Uh Speaking of uh, someone with some pipes, uh, don't forget Marv Albert, by the way, is going to join Greeny today at 1130, so make sure you check that out. Uh, Marv Albert joining Greenie. Uh, Western Conference Finals, uh, Game 5. Boy, I tell you what, uh, the Clippers are just hanging on. Um, Phoenix looking to close them out tonight. And, you know, Jay Will, I know you got a big three uh, from the Western Conference Finals. Who are they?
1: I do, man. This,
2: this is my thing. All right, Pat, I see you playing number three already. Number three. Look, Keith said it before. I don't need to be captain obvious, but the Clippers are dead, man. And uh, I give them a, a huge round of applause for how they've stood up not having Kawhi Leonard. I, I I hope that some of this hate that keeps coming Paul George's way, even though he missed two critical free throws, but the guys had like nine straight playoff games of 27 or more points. But when you look at the game they had the other night, it was a rock fight. And, Brian, I heard you say this before, but those are the kind of games you want the Clippers to find a way to win. But Chris Paul came on strong late. They found their rhythm. Him and Devin Booker. I, I, I Once again, I give the Clippers all the respect in the world. But to think that they're going to win three games in a row without Kawhi Leonard, that doesn't seem reasonable to me. Phoenix is going to close it out tonight here, and they're going to be waiting for the winner of the Atlanta Hawks, Milwaukee Bucks, and the NBA Finals. Let's number go number two. two. <laughs> <laughs> this is when you wait, Jay. <laughs> I know, but I, sometimes I have to give them two. Cues. Number, number two again. Number two. It. Number two again. Number two. Number, damn it, that was number two picking the draft. I can't run away from it, Key. <laughs> CP3's legacy, man, I, I, I got to be honest with you guys. I Sometimes throughout the playoffs, you find yourself rooting for particular players. Knowing what CP3 has been through his entire career, how it didn't work out in Clipper Nation, you know, how it ultimately didn't work out in Houston, how he played past expectations in OKC, the fact that he's missed 11 days Due to COVID, the first game he comes out, they lose. People start wondering about the rhythm of the game because the pace was a lot slower. Is this team better when Devin Booker has the ball in his hands the majority of the game? Seeing them find a way to win that game the other day in game four and be up in this series 3-1 to one and be have a chance to close it out. I find myself wanting CP3 to win a championship because I'm tired of people talking trash about CP3 all the time. The guy does everything you need him to do to win. He pushes you. DeAndre A and Devin Booker both talk about it. They wouldn't be the men they were today on the court without the tutelage they have from CP3. I just want him to win one key. I want him to to finally close the chapter and he can ride off into the sunset whenever he chooses to be being a world champion.
1: And the great thing about that, Jay, is, uh, is I said it earlier that I feel the same way you feel about CP3. He's done everything, checked all the boxes as an NBA player, both on and off the court. The one thing that's left is to win a world championship. And another guy who is not obviously part of the conversation, I'm making part of the conversation that I root for all the time, is uh, Anthony because I think in the end I want to see Carmelo get his championship one day too. Yeah,
0: Before too long. Absolutely, Absolutely. And, Jay, you know, I, I said this, I'm still surprised that, uh, Chris Paul didn't finish as high as second in the MVP vote. I agree with you,
2: man. I mean, to take this team from where they went last year, and I know they went eight in the bubble, eight and no, oh in the bubble, but obviously as we've seen, um, the, the bubble was a different kind of year, but it speaks volumes. All right, so without being number two, let's go to number one.
0: Number one.
2: All this little chatter around Kawhi Leonard going to another team needs to stop. It's not going to happen. Kawhi Leonard is going to stay a clipper. Where do y'all want this man to go? He left the Spurs. The whole situation was not right for him medically. He won a world championship with the Toronto Raptors. He completed the full season. He got to go where he wanted to go. He got the coach he wanted to get. He got the new coach he wanted to get. He has an incredible owner, Steve Ballmer. Even during the game, chatter on social media while he's not sitting down with his team. I know it's a little bit awkward, but you don't know what kind of pre-arrangement Kawhi Leonard has with Steve Ballmer. Kawhi's just a different kind of guy. I mean, you even saw during the game, where is Kawhi's Kawhi is going crazy with joy. He was just sitting there. That's when the Clippers were making that crazy run back. And he didn't even have a, a facial expression that showed you he was happy. This dude just rolls <laughs> differently, man. And plus he got Paul George there. Kawhi Leonard is not going anywhere. That's how I feel about it. And listen to what Brian Winters had to say on ESPN Radio on Sunday.
3: He called over glass to get here. He, he said goodbye to two championship winning teams. He told the Spurs he didn't want to be there. That was a championship team. Then he went to Toronto, had a title team that probably could have won another title uh, had he stayed there. He said, no, I'm pulling the ripcord on this, and I'm starting over in the place where I want to play. I just don't see, even though you have places like Miami or New York, he could go, and I wouldn't even be surprised if, if maybe he takes a meeting or something, but I just can't see him upending what he's got going. I think the tough thing for the Clippers will be how many years would he resign for? Does he give them two or does he give them five? And you know, how what do they do to address the with the needs on the roster when they don't have any draft picks to trade and they've spent mostly all their free agent money?
1: Yeah, I, I Jay, I don't see him going anywhere. Simple fact is Paul George he recruited like you said he brought in that he got the coach essentially from allegedly he had Doc Rivers removed along with Paul George and to leave again what are you leaving for like why would you leave what's the point of leaving like are you chasing happiness for another championship like why why are you leaving there's no it's almost like when i talk about the Brooklyn Nets why would these guys not signed back on in KD, Kyrie, and James Harden. Like, what, you going to run somewhere else again? Like, no. If they were traded somewhere, that's something else. Right. But to, in free agency, to decide to leave again, it's just, you know, you get one or two, maybe even three shots at different teams. But when you start going to four and five teams, and now it's like, well, wait a minute, man. You, you put all this together – and then you to abandon the ship. That's when I take problem with
0: it. Well, you know, you know, you you talked about social media, uh, Jay. It, it was a buzz. Well, yeah. there was there, there were stories that said Kawhi Leonard not happy that the Clippers uh, didn't really put out there how serious his knee injury is and kind of downplayed his knee injury. And then you saw all these Clipper fans say, oh, no, this is what happened at San Antonio. You know what happened when that happened. He, got, he wanted to get up out of there. But you're right. He didn't like when Montrez Harrell was saying, hey, these guys are getting preferential treatment. Got him up out of there. He wanted mm-hmm. a point guard that could get them into their offense so he wouldn't have to work as hard. They went and got Ray John Rondo. It was like, okay, so we done, done yeah. everything you want. Why would you leave now, Jay? And here's my thing too, though, Brian. Like he he's a SoCal guy,
2: like you know all this stuff. You know when it happened a couple of years ago with Kobe Bryant, you know God rest his soul. You know you heard stories about how Kawhi would take a helicopter to practice each and every day. Like there's something about players being home, like being somewhere where they feel comfortable, they feel grounded, and it's something that I sometimes think we overlook because play we see players with so much movement, getting up to go. I mean it's even the thing that makes you wonder about CP3. It really is. You know will he sign an extension and stay in Phoenix? Or is there some part of him that wants to be with his family back in L.A.? Because he loves Los Angeles. Like, could you see that for him, LeBron James, and A.D.? Um, So, there's something about that. And for him... Wait, he going to the
1: Lakers? (laughs) Did I just hear you say that?
2: I didn't say that. I said it's it's something that's a possibility if they can't get a long-term extension done. Wait, is he just going to
1: go around the corner in the arena to the other locker room, huh? Mm. We talked about this the other day with Magic Key. No, I know, but... I, I I don't know if he I don't know if that'll ever happen because the kid did that out the gate from day one. Right. That was that was what we were hoping when he left Toronto that he would join LeBron and the Lakers, but it didn't happen. He went to the Clippers. I was State. talking about CP three. Oh CP three. Oh, yeah, I thought you were talking, you're talking about Kawhi. No, okay, nah, no, he's talking
0: about CP three. Jay, we, we yeah, were talking. Yeah, could. Come on, man. We were talking. Uh, me and Key, uh had gotten to this discussion about who would you build around when you look at the four teams. Uh, left in uh, the NBA playoffs, who would you build around it? I know Key was all about Devin Booker. Um, what about you? Who would you build your team around? Uh, in the two-time Finals MVP. Yates, get him. Not, not not the Finals MVP. The two-time
2: MVP of the league. And, and Giannis. Y'all, y'all. Get him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get y- him. See, y'all, y'all can sit there and say all you want about, hey, does it translate into the postseason? It's translating right now. And it's about who you surround him with. That's like looking at a talent like Shaq and be like, oh, I'm not going to take one of the most dominant players to ever play the game. Like, I'm sitting there looking at Giannis. If you build the right team around Giannis, that's a that's a player that could be the foundation of your franchise for the next 10 years. And he's going to give you, what, last night? And people didn't even talk about his points last night. He, he hit 30, 33 and 14 he, last you know. night. We talk about that's like his chopped liver. Like, like oh, well, you know, and I, I get it. Devin Booker's nice. Devin Booker's really nice. I watched Patrick Beverly get up in him the last couple of games, though. It's been a little bit of a challenge for him. Like I and Trey Young is special talent as well. I love Trey Young. Prolific scorer, can score. But man, give me that dude who's 6'10, 6'11, you know, 235 pounds, who can get to the get to the basket whenever he wants. Get him, Jay. One of the most dominant players we have in the game. My have man, you, Key, my man ever, Key
1: said, I don't rock with him. Have you ever had Chopped Liver, Jay?
2: Have I ever had Chopped Liver? <laughs> yeah. Yeah Okay, Key. No, I'm serious. Have you had yes. liver? Oh, okay. Yes. I didn't, I
1: just, you know, just ask a question. Don't beat me up. <laughs> um, I just, I don't what know. Devin, a, what do you mean? Devin Booker, you think I'm playing with you, but Devin Booker, I just think you could do so much more with Devin Booker. Giannis, on the other hand, if he's not playing bully ball, he's not, it, it, it doesn't translate to me. Yes, he had 38 last night or whatever the number, 33. But he's always had that, even in the regular season. That's why he has been the MVP twice. It didn't move the needle for me watching that in the postseason. When I get down to the last eight minutes of a game, who is dominating? It's the other guys. It's not him. It's too many times that I've seen him turn down the opposing team's best player and not guard him. In those last eight minutes of a game, it's all of those sort of but, little things. But you for act me. like the body, you act like the body of work for Devin Booker is bigger. No, 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 I'm I mean, not. Devin no. Booker just got the to question the question. The, 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 the question that the man asked is: the, out of the four teams that's left, which young talent would you like to build around? And I'm saying Devin Booker because he's young, he's explosive. He can do a lot of different things from an offensive standpoint if I need him to bring the ball up the court, if I need him to play off the ball. I mean, he could do all of those things. And correct me if I'm wrong because you are the no, basketball right. expert. I'm no, just a right. guy learning from you. So when I look at all of that, I'm like, okay, Trey Young, I like it. It's cool, right? It's, it's like it's the, it's the moment right now. But in the end, much like Devin Booker, he's just now arriving. I would take him. There's no question about it. But I just feel like Devin Booker gives me a little bit more. Plus, the Kardashian curse hasn't gotten to him yet. (laughs) (laughs) We asked the
0: same question, you know, on Twitter, at KeyJNZ. 39% went with Giannis. They would build around Giannis, just like Jay says. 15% Trey Young. Forty three percent Devin Booker. See how he
4: did you, Jay?
2: You see how he did you? Yeah, he He set set you you up. up, Yeah,
4: yeah, 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 yeah.
1: (laughs) That's old B. That's cold Brian. I see how okay. Woo! Party.
0: Got me. Party.
1: Yeah, well done. Uh,
0: 24 well percent po- <laughs> said other, and then Mark says DeAndre Ayton. By the way, just to, just to let you know,
1: Jay, Jer- Jerome Jerome Stanley's been telling me about my my sports agent. I've been saying this to you, Jay. He's been telling me about DeAndre Ayton. He's Yo, been saying, "Man, you you sitting man. up there listening to the folks up at ESPN? Yeah, I'm telling you, the guy." The guy, is he's been telling me that for months. And I'm like, eh, he cool. You know how I go, Jay. I'm like, eh, he cool, but I ain't building my team around. He keeps saying, DeAndre Hayden, Key, I'm telling you. He's the one dude. You haven't heard anybody say Phoenix got it wrong for taking him as the number one pick. Nobody said that.
0: Jay, I, to- I told uh, Key, stop hating on DeAndre Hayton. DeAndre <laughs> Hayton ball is balling. Stop hating on DeAndre Hayden. Uh By the way, the NBA Western Conference Finals, they're on ESPN Radio. You can tune in. Uh, By the way, tonight, Game 5, Suns host those Clippers. It is presented by Indeed. Coverage begins at 8.30 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN radio stations. All right. uh, Why did Tom Brady almost sign with a different NFC South team? That is coming up after SportsCenter. And SportsCenter. Danilo Gallinari getting right in the chest of Chris Middleton. Now backs off. Middleton to the three point line, to the free throw line, fades to the right, shoots and hits
4: again. A 20 point fourth quarter for Chris Middleton. Ties his playoff career high with 38. All
0: right, SportsCenter is brought to you by Goodyear. Goodyear knows from here on out every game's a chance to create momentum, make the right pass, right move, hit the perfect shot. It takes momentum to get through the playoffs, and it takes everything to capture a title. Good year, more driven. Chris Middleton, man, 38 points, powered the Bucks past the Hawks, 113-102, two game-to-one series lead they have in the Eastern Conference Finals over the Hawks. And, of course, Trey Young injured his ankle. He's going to have an MRI today. Portland Trail Blazers, they're going to name Chauncey Billups, their new head coach, the deal, five years, according to the sources of our ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. Mr. Big Shot, five-time NBA All-Star, MVP of the 2004 NBA Finals when he was a member of the Detroit Pistons. And in golf, Harris English, he wins the Travelers' Championship. He beat Kramer Hickok, eight-hole sudden-death playoff. You know, eight holes, the longest playoff in Travelers' Championship history. The previous was seven, and it ties the second-longest sudden-death playoff in PGA Tour history.
4: If they don't make it to the Super Bowl, it's a big disappointment. And if you think about last year again because of COVID, it's really remarkable what they accomplished. The teams will approach you a little bit differently.
2: You know, you're kind of the team everyone's watching now, so there's different degrees of expectation. You're more external noise.
3: Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot
4: For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call click or just stop by Granger for the ones who get it done- <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
4: yep
0: Kate Sean Jay will Zubin Brian Custer in for Zubin
1: Wait man what'd you just call me? Keishon. Keishon. It sounded like you said Keishon. K- no, you said Keishon. Keishon. You I said, said Keishon. No, you didn't. You we said, need, man, we
2: said, need to get this right. It is yes, not Keishon. It's, it's Keyshawn. Damn. You said
1: Keishawn. I didn't say no. Jay, Keishon. what did he Every say? Every
2: kiss begins with K. You said
1: Keishawn. <laughs> That's <laughs> what happened. I swear. What did you hear, Jay? Come I on, heard
0: Keishawn. Key.
1: I heard Kayshawn too. You know
0: what? He, he mad. Only no! I no. Up on the last pause. no! That's all. No, that's no, no, back. no. What Jay, that's how we going to do Is Jay, that how we going to be today. Jay said is it was the exact
1: same time I said Brian, it. I'm like, I'm Brian. trying to tell
2: you, man, it's an ongoing man. issue with our show. You can't have the guy whose name is number one
0: at the top of the show and keep calling him Kayshawn.
3: By
1: the way, Jeff, like you've been around them folks too long, man. I, I'm just saying. <laughs> come on, man.
0: Our ESPN <laughs> NFL reporter, Jeff Darlington, he joins us right now. Hey, Jeff, <laughs> let me ask you something, Jeff. What did you hear? Well, What's up, Kayshawn?
5: See, <laughs> what's up, Keyshawn? Told you right, Jeff. Get him, Chaser, Jeff. Huh,
0: man. Get him, Come on, man. Come on, man. Y'all gonna do me like that, man? <laughs> hey,
5: hey, I learned. I I learned a long time ago. I just agree with Keyshawn. Oh, Whatever Keyshawn oh, thinks he heard, that's like what that, I heard yeah. too. Okay. It's
0: bully ball here this morning. Early yeah, really, this morning. Is,
5: I'll sell yes, everybody. Uh, I'll sell everybody under the under the ship. To make sure that I stay on Keyshawn's good side. Oh, uh, is that what it is? <laughs> you got a trade, don't you, Smart man, Jeff. You got these guys up in
4: here.
0: <laughs> Jeff Darlington joins us here on Keyshawn, Jay will and Zubin. Um, all right, so let, let's get into this, uh, Jeff, because, listen, I was, I was tripping uh, when, I think it was last week, and you were on the network, and you said uh, it was really close that Tom Brady could have been playing for another team in that division and the Saints. And I was like, man, you've got to be kidding me.
5: <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. I mean, it, it, by the time it got down to the Bucs, um, I mean, it, it was definitely steering in that direction that week of free agency. But Drew Brees, behind the scenes, was still contemplating a broadcasting career. And if he had retired, yeah, I, I believe Tom Brady actually would have ended up at the Saints. Mm. Um, but... That being said, he still, you know, like there were other teams in the mix as well. Like the Chargers were down to the wire with him. Uh, The Raiders were a team that pulled out like just shortly before. Uh, There were other teams. The 49ers were a team that was interested early on, but kind of got out of the mix pretty early. But uh, but the Saints were actually among the teams um, at the very end that were still wondering okay, is Drew definitely coming back? And if he's not, they were definitely headed in the direction of Tom Brady. It,
1: it, it, so, Jeff, and you, it, look. I've learned my lesson on you and Tom Brady. Um, did Tom have? Ex- We've really
5: come a long way, Key.
1: <laughs> did, did Tom have extensive <laughs> talks with the Saints, or is this just one of those deals where it's like sit tight, hold on, or was there ongoing conversations to a point where it was 24 hours prior to him signing with the Bucks type situation?
5: Well, don't forget that he signed right at the beginning of free agency. So, um, you know, there's a two-day window of discussions that can happen without tampering, that that non-tampering period. So, um, you know, make of it what you will in terms of the teams that were interested in Tom before he was actually a free agent and how, in fact, they came to that interest. It sure seems like conversations would have been had, but I know nothing about them because... Of course, that would be tampering. Yeah,
1: no, that's, that's true. Let's stay with a quarterback in the NFC out west. And Steve Kimes, the general manager of the Arizona Cardinals, and you saw it, Jeff, talked about building a team, a championship-winning team, while a young quarterback is still on his rookie deal. Now, me personally, I think it's just yeah. I, I don't believe in any of that salary cap stuff because you can sign who you want to sign and pay who you want to pay when you want to do it no matter what the salary cap says is all funny money. But he believes that they have to start winning and signing guys right now while Kyler Murray is on his rookie deal. What's the potential long-term future of Kyler Murray with the Arizona Cardinals?
5: Yeah, Keyshawn, I, I agree with you to an extent. I think the responsible organizations that try to build toward the future without putting too much you know dead cap space in their future or trading away their picks, I think they do have to take advantage of a young quarterback on a rookie deal. I'm not saying that you can't make moves when you feel like you have a championship roster to push uh, cash over cap, they call it, to where you can sort of make things happen in the moment to push for that championship, but... Like when we think about Russell Wilson, when we think about Jared Goff, when we think about some of these players that got to the Super Bowl as young quarterbacks, they did so on those rookie deals. I, I agree to an extent, uh, but I also think that you also have to have the right quarterback. And the question now for Arizona is, is 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 he is Kyler going to reach that potential? Like I remember being at a Dolphins-Cardinals game last year where I was watching it, and you see it live, and you're like, Kyler's got it, man. He's got it. He's got that it factor. You see the way he moves. You see the way he throws live, and you're like, I absolutely think he's got it, but he's just not consistent enough yet. So the, to your point, consistency comes with experience. So like, there is like a fine line here between winning with a, a guy on a rookie deal and winning with a quarterback who is capable of getting you there, and that's what they have to find out if they, in fact, have that in in Kyler Murray.
1: Jay and I have these conversations, Jay, all the time about Arizona and the Cardinals and how Jay feels about Kyler Murray versus how I feel about Kyler Murray. I believe Kyler Murray's future is tied to Cliff Kingsbury because you're asking a new coach to come in. Let's assume Cliff Kingsbury is not there beyond this season because I think his seat is going to be hot if they don't get to the playoffs. Will a new coach come in, right, Jay, and say – I want to keep Kyler Murray to right. run my system. Is Bill yeah. Belichick, does Bill Belichick want a Kyler Murray? Do something, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's real tricky when you right. think about it.
2: Well, I'm, you know, Jeff, I always pull yeah, for no, the little guy, and that's I mean, what Key constantly refers to Kyler Murray as the, the little quarterback. <laughs> but I, I wanted to ask you, speaking of a quarterback, how about Aaron Rodgers? Like that, that potential, would he actually use the COVID option out option? Opt out option, excuse me.
5: I've been told he will not. Uh, yeah, I've, I've been told it's not even a consideration, um, that, that really, it's not even something that, like, I, I know that kind of came up as, Hey, maybe Aaron Rodgers could do this. And sort of now it's sort of floated into the, the sports atmosphere. But, but I've been told that that is not a contemplation. In fact, I've been told that like, it's basically the equivalent of him showing up to day one of training camp and pretending that he faked, uh, or that he has a hamstring injury, that it's just not something that, that, uh that any, uh, most any athlete would do, and certainly not uh, not Aaron in this situation. So
2: what's the latest on the whole Aaron Rodgers-Packers communication, Jeff?
5: Yeah, it feels like we're sort of in this, like, standoff uh, where, where just no one's really having conversations. And, and uh, you know, it gets real when training camp starts, and it's a $50,000 a day fine that is unforgivable. You know, it used to be with the CBA A guy would hold out, and then at the end of the holdout, the team would be like, hey, by the way, we'll get rid of those fines for you, no problem. You just come on back, and let's all smile and sing kumbaya. Can't do that now. So once training camp starts, if he misses 10 days of training camp, that's $500,000. So, look, I understand he's a franchise quarterback. He makes bank, but we're talking about real money when it comes to these fines. So to me, like we can have no conversations for now, but but – you know, 10 days away from camp or so, they better be talking. Otherwise, this thing's headed in a really ugly direction.
0: Jeff Darlington joining us on the Goodyear Hotline. Appreciate it, Jeff. Uh, by the way. Uh, Thanks, guys. K- absolutely, Thanks, bro. K- uh KJZ. <laughs> is presented by Progressive Insurance. I hate you, Jeff. Uh, and that was Jeff Darlington on the Goodyear Hotline. It's brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. All right. You know, one city. Uh, is going for yet another title, but are they the new title town? So we're going to have a discussion. That's next. KJZ, ESPN Radio, ESPN News. Keyshawn, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Uh-huh. Yep. Kayshawn, J. Will, Zubin.
1: Wait, man, what did you just call me? Kayshawn. It sounded like you said Kayshawn. No, I said
2: Kayshawn. You I said Kayshawn. No, you didn't. We we did. not We need said. to get this right. It is it's not Kayshawn. It's
1: Kayshawn. I Damn.
2: Damn. You said
0: Kayshawn. I, sh- I didn't say no Kayshawn. What did he Every say? Every
2: kiss begins with K.
1: You said Kayshawn. Right. I
2: tell you, man, this is an ongoing issue with our show. You can't have the guy whose name
0: is number one at the top of the show and keep calling him Kayshawn. Let me ask you something, Jeff. What did you hear? What's up, Keyshawn? Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, good look. So
2: disrespectful, Key.
1: No, uh, it's all good, man. Kayshon, Keyshawn, Keyshawn, this Tupac, is his This is first day on the job. They wouldn't even let him in the building. Yeah, though. I know that's messed up. Yeah, that so. is messed up. That is that messed Brian. up. They
0: let a brother in the building. I first time, talk. last time. I had to had to talk my way in. Uh, they knew
1: that, though. You're a brother. You're going to talk your way. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> with that voice, with those yeah, tones? Absolutely. What you what you got the, he got pipes, right? Hey, I,
0: You know, here, here's one thing, because, you know, y'all, y'all been talking a lot of hockey, I heard here, uh, over the past few days. Yeah. And, and yeah. I, I even saw Big Wood, Damian Woody, in an Islanders jersey, mm-hmm. getting on the team plane, really? flying out the game seven <laughs> as wild. the Isles took on Tampa. Uh mm. Trying to give him good
1: luck. Official or unofficial mascot?
0: <laughs> Which one? <laughs> I, I, I want to say official. He has to be. Has to be. Uh, didn't work because obviously Tampa won the game. Uh, game one, by the way, of Stanley Cup finals tonight. The Habs, Canadians, uh, and Tampa. And Tampa trying to repeat. So it, it, it got me thinking because, you know, Islanders had a good run. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Tampa trying to defend their championship. It's also the fourth championship round for this Tampa Bay team in less than a year. Uh, If you look at it, uh, the Rays were in, obviously, in the World Series against the Dodgers. Yep. Uh, Lightning trying to go back-to-back, winning Lord Stanley Cup. Uh How about the Buccaneers? Winning the Super Bowl, and you should get extra points because you win it in your own stadium. Mm. you you got to give them some extra points for that. Is Tampa the new title town Mm -hmm. around now? No. With this run that they've had here. First of all,
1: you giving them you giving them extra points because they won in our stadium, right? Yeah. Raymond James Stadium. Yeah, absolutely. But you take away the Islanders, I mean, you take away the Lightning because it's hockey. So they get some <laughs> negative points. So even though you got positive what? points as a, as a city, yeah. you get negative points on the hockey side of things. Stop the hockey. What are you talking about negative points yeah. on the no, hockey no, side? No, like, hold on, you- be quiet because LA the Kings won yeah. in 12 and 14, I think it was. The Lakers have won in the bubble last year. The Dodgers had gone to three World Series titles. I mean, they, win. they won. They won okay. So, when you start, the, the Rams went to the Super Bowl. So, when you start thinking about it, every single one of our major sports franchises in, in basketball, football, hockey, all that, baseball, they all have gone to the finals and mm. won over the last 10 years.
0: Mm. Um but when you look at others, other title towns, l- let's say Boston, for example. New England yeah, it winning all those no. Uh Red Sox. I mean, they've been winning, it seems like, since 2004. Yes, that is correct. Then they, they went that one year where you had uh, the Patriots, you had the Bruins.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, the Sox. And the Sox. And even the Seas even the at I that would, time got I, to the Eastern Conference. I fun. would probably, if you if you want me to rank based on that, I probably would go – Boston won because of in what the LA Patriots too. been able to do. Yeah. yeah. And then L.A. 2 and then Tampa 3. Mm. I, I would do it that way. I mean, just because of the Patriots, I mean, they, they was just on a crazy run, missing, not missing the playoffs and winning like 11 division titles and just it showing up in Super Bowls, coming from behind, just all sorts of that with a quarterback that was older and they continued to oh, – the, the constant was the quarterback and the head coach. Everything else, they were moving around chess pieces, so I would probably give it to Boston.
0: And I was surprised you didn't throw it at me because when when LA and Tampa met up, I mean, it was the Dodgers that. Yeah, came but
1: I time. never felt I never I know Dickie V, you know, is a Tampa guy. Yeah, absolutely. And he, felt, he felt a certain way about the game. I never felt that the Dodgers was going to drop it. We were too close too many times not to cash in. Mm. Close. We got cheated I by mean, them damn uh, Astros. You know that was a little cheater, <laughs> cheater mo- moment there though, Jay. <laughs> I mean, we would have had he, one then.
2: If you really look at it, I mean, New York has fifty-five championships. I mean, twenty-seven World Series titles. I mean, Yankees, one of the most successful franchises. I'm just,
1: I'm just throwing it out there, Jay. I mean, the Giants. I'm just saying. Jay, I don't count them championships, though. Okay. All well, them ones in 1920-something and all that. I'm that, trying I, say, he to say, championships, New York <laughs> has more than any. <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry, man. I'm going to keep it 100. I just want you to put hey, some Jay, respect I, I on the city
2: a, in which your I show is. I'm going to keep it 100.
5: I can't count that, it's man. It's been that's a while, though, guys. It's been a while that. for New York. 2012, the Giants was the last championship for the entire city, and you know they were expecting the Nets here. To win it, so like it's been a while. you also got to say like the head to head, man. That's I can't it. count that. You got to <laughs> say Stop. the head to head for LA though. The head to head, they got the one head to head against Tampa. They yeah. beat the Rays. LA's got the edge.
1: Yeah, I would say so, but I didn't count it because I wasn't really. I mean, I felt good about yeah. us beating them anyway. I just felt good about, it. and I'm not the Rams. They came in, they took care of business. They had, they were only in LA. That third year, they went to the Super Bowl Mm. after returning back from St. Louis. They lost eventually, but they went.
0: I'm surprised people are still, still smarting over the Astros. I mean, uh, whether it's LA uh, or whether it's. You just to bring that up. Why
2: are
1: you going to cheat? You can't just beat us fair and square?
0: See what happens, Brian? Now Mm -hmm. he took him down this road. Yeah, I
1: don't. I I was at game seven, (laughs) and I blame you, Darvish, and I feel bad.
0: By the way, what young QBEs are ready to win it all? That's next. KJZ, ESPN Radio, ESPN News, right here on TV.
3: Have you ridden an electric e bike yet? You need to check out Electric e Bikes today, the number one selling e bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two,